Honorado and Company on the air, on your internet. It's Chris <laughs> and Ashley, overwhelmingly uh, controlling news of the week is, of course, Tom Brady's retirement. We're going to hit that heavy on this week's show, but we are so fired up to bring you a conversation with two dynamic Sports Center anchors. Uh, they give great insight into how one of the shows is put together and what goes yep. on behind the scenes, even while on the air. And they're just plain funny, Gary Streisky and Scott Ash. Yeah, they're really funny. And and we love them. We watch them a lot on the weekends. And if you don't watch them, this will give you a reason to watch them, I think. They're very entertaining. Uh, and you'll see from the conversation just how much they seem to genuinely like and love working with one another and that they're really good friends, which is nice to see. There's big WNBA news we're going to hit on today's yep. show as well. And of course, we've got to follow the pack with the Albany Firewolves. Let's go. is Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Alpen House. All right, Ash. Uh, if you're watching us on TV, everybody, my goodness, I hope you are indoors somewhere. It is yeah. a cold weekend coming to the Capital Region, at least Friday and Saturday for sure. Roll call early. Let's just do it. We love to do that. Sam, Good to see you, buddy. Jason, yes. Carol, good morning. All right. Jen says, Brady just wants some attention. Okay, let's see. You know what? I, I, you I know, think he's done. Exactly one year to the day of Tom Brady's first retirement, the GOAT, the best to ever do it, gives us retirement 2.0. Here's my question, and we'll go backwards a little bit here, but mm -hmm. I... Because it's a Thursday morning, people have talked about it for 48 hours or so already. Are you going to miss rooting for or against Tom Brady? Of course. I'm going to miss rooting against him because I don't root for him. But yeah, of course I'm going to miss rooting against him. He just makes everything a little more exciting. Listen, even when he had a pretty bad season this year and the Bucks were bad, it still made it exciting. Like for them to be close to getting into the playoffs, you know, it's, you want to root against them. Here's how I look at it. Not everybody wants to see the greatest player of all time win all the time. Right. But very few people want to see the greatest player of all time not playing. Right. You know, so you, it, even if it isn't a, a full on love or hate relationship, with a guy like Tom Brady or LeBron James or Michael Jordan, whatever, I am going to miss him just being part of the game. Now, I'm going to be happy in 30 or 40 years to be able to say, I saw Michael Jordan in his absolute prime, and I saw Tom Brady in his absolute prime. You saw the whole thing. And if there's something that changes my mind in the MJ-LeBron debate, I'll be able to say I saw LeBron James in his absolute prime. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that. And I, I believe probably the same way people 40 years ago believed it with the Russells and Wilts of the world that like, I, I don't think anybody is taking the mantle of goat away from Jordan slash LeBron 
or Tom Brady. I, I just don't see it happening. Who's winning, Ash, seven Super Bowl titles, more than any franchise in NFL right. history, and five Super Bowl MVPs? There's nobody who's going to do that. No, it will never be touched. Um, and listen, likely Jordan will never be touched, but you could see the way that you create super teams in the NBA, it's much more feasible in the NBA than it would be in the NFL. What Tom Brady did is just ridiculous. It, it doesn't seem to make any sense. And then he went to a new team and answered the question of like, well, is it Brady or is it Belichick? Well, obviously it was Brady because he went to a new team. I understand they were good, but it's not easy to go to a new team, pick up and win a Super Bowl, regardless of how good that team is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that ended the debate uh, as well. And I, I do think that if, if Brady believed the Buccaneers were going to be good next year, he might, he might play again. Yeah, I think the idea of like just starting over, mm -hmm. even though the Niners and the Raiders may be viable options for Brady or any other free agent quarterback, I just yeah. to me it was like, do I want to start over again right. with a locker room of guys I don't know, with maybe an offensive scheme I don't know? At 45 to be 46. Guys chasing me. I've got a 10-year, $375 million contract waiting for me at Fox Sports. I love the game, but do I love it that much? And right. look, at some point, the answer just becomes no. I've done everything that you could possibly do in this sport. Does it really hurt to walk away? Robert right. Kraft with these comments this morning. Patriots tweeted this out. We will do everything in our power to bring him back and have him sign off as a Patriot. That would mean a one-day contract, not playing a game or anything like that, but a one-day yeah. contract for Brady. Do you think yeah. it'll happen? Yes. When do you think it'll happen? Soon. I don't think it'll take that long. I think he understands that that was the franchise that he helped make and that helped make him. Listen, six of his Super Bowls came in New England. It's not that it was like, I don't think it was as bad as everyone made it out to be like mm -hmm. the breakup. Um, I think he will retire a Patriot, go into the Hall of Fame as a Patriot, the whole the whole shebang. He's not a buck in a year. I mean, come on. Well, no, but in, you're right, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you don't have to have a logo okay. attached well, to you, sure. which is kind of nice. Um, I don't, this one doesn't feel like such a slam dunk for me. Yeah. I think there's still enough tension with him and Belichick that – it may take, wouldn't it be interesting if it took Belichick retiring for Brady to come back and sign a one-day contract? Yeah, but he's going to be retired for too long by that point. I, I know. That, that's the thing is it's like you have to file the paperwork with the NFL at some point. You, you don't have to. You could wait. Yeah. You could wait, but verbally he has given his retirement here. I hope it happens. I I have grown to like Tom Brady. Me too. Um, through his social media through the self-deprecation he shows in a lot of ways, either at press conferences or or online. I, I, I've grown to like Tom Brady. I'm, I'm definitely going, obviously, going. Listen, he's about to make more money in 10 years of broadcasting than he made in his entire 23-year NFL career. All right, here's a bitter Bengals fan. Brady always be the GOAT, no one's winning them, unless it's in the script. And this is Nick feeling like his Bengals got worked a little bit by the referees in Kansas City. I think there are a lot of people who watch that game who wouldn't disagree with Nick. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, not Nick Cincinnati Bengals. You have a problem with the way that game played out? No. I, I didn't have a problem. I mean, I 
listen, they let a lot go. And I thought it was on both sides. And I know, you know, Nick says more like a WWE match. I I, I don't disagree, but it wasn't, I don't feel like it was as one-sided as people made it seem. Listen, you couldn't beat, Patrick Mahomes was 60% of of healthy, 60%, and you couldn't beat him. Yeah. One last thing on Brady here. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Not for the greatness you gave us, but for giving us eight plus minutes in the week between championship Sunday and the Super Bowl. Because I didn't want to talk to Eagles Chiefs two weeks in a row. We will get to the Super Bowl matchup next week on Owen Co. So thank you, Tom, for that. All right. We've got coaching moves. We've got the quarterback carousel spinning. Back right after this on Honorado and Company. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. Well, thanks to all of our local business partners on the show, keeping this thing going each and every single week. We went all of 2022 mm-hmm. with a live show. It didn't matter if it was Christmas week, Thanksgiving week, vacation week. We were out wow. of town every single week. We had a live show for you, and that's only made possible that's by pretty impressive. I didn't know that by a couple of dedicated hosts for sure, but also well, no the, doubt <laughs> the local business partners. Uh, still to come here on this show, Gary Streisky and Randy Scott, the boys are back in town, as they would say. ESPN Sports Center anchors uh, loving each other on TikTok as well, and uh, we're pumped to share that conversation with you all coming up uh, in about five minutes or so. Yeah, very (laughs) quick. Okay, let me run through some stuff here still with the NFL, um, the offseason, and you know it's it's getting hot. Coaches, quickly. Sean Payton to Denver, D'Amico Ryans to Houston, Jets hire Nathaniel Hackett. What sticks out for me, why is Denver a better job? Why did Sean Payton, who is the number one candidate on most teams' boards, why did he target Denver? You know, I don't really know, but organizationally, I think Denver just historically is a better organization. I don't think they've been very good in the last 10 years or made good decisions, but I think Sean Payton is the level of quarterback that cha- that can change a franchise, that can take a franchise from one place to, you know, another place. They, The guys that they've hired, Fangio and Hackett, those guys can't do that. Sean Payton is a difference maker. He could do that for any organization. So I think that's a good fit for him. I love the D'Amico Ryan's hiring. Uh, he was beloved in, te- in 
Houston when he was there. He's yep. beloved in San Francisco. He's a guy that people want to play for. I think they have to nail the quarterback, though. If they don't nail the quarterback, it's going to be a disaster until they get a capable quarterback in there. Yeah, I like Ryan's to Houston, and Houston would have been my number one pick if I were Sean Payton or any other head coach out there, uh, but it's Nick Casario, the GM, who concerns me. Some of these yeah. moves that are being made, you, I don't know about that. So, you know, maybe Peyton felt like he, wouldn't, he wasn't going to have autonomy to be able to kind of do whatever he wanted. But the Texans have second overall pick. They will get a quarterback in this draft. You hope certainly that uh, that they get it right if you're rooting for Houston. What do you want the Jets to do in free agency? And I'll leave it here with the NFL before we get to Gary and Randy. Sign a free agent like a Derek Carr, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, or go all in for Aaron Rodgers? Well, Carr isn't a free agent, is he? Well, he will be. They'll cut him. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I I said this, I think, last week or whenever it was we talked about it. I think I'd go with Carr just because he's younger or a Jimmy G because he's younger. I'm not sure I'm going to go all in on an Aaron Rodgers when you're not sure if you have more than two years left with that guy. You know what I mean? Because it's going to take a year to get somebody in and situated and whatever, and that's why I wouldn't have gone after Tom Brady either if he was still in the mix. Um, I think it's got to be someone who – can, can play there for four or five years to help kind of not that the Jets need to rebuild because they don't, um, but to get them kind of going in the right direction. Ryan thought of you last Sunday when the uh, Bucker field goal went through the uprights and you were rooting against the Bengals who were crying over some Refunds. spilled milk as we'll say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're happy for our novice guys. And Bucker right. Yeah, we are. Guys. That's Bucker's a novice athlete. Ryan wants Derek Carr younger, more durable. Like you're yep. saying, Ash. Okay. Then I'll play with Sam. Sam is a Jets fan. He wants Jimmy G, then Carr, then Rogers. You know, Sam yep. is a he's a he's a Rogers hater, and I think part of it has to do with with me. He's a. I think he, that might be my. I think that might be my list as well. I think it might be Jimmy G, Carr, and then Rogers. I'm just busting on you, Sam. All right, quick break here. When we come back, Sports Center anchors Randy Scott and Gary Streisky. It's a it's a long conversation. Settle in, but it is good. It's insightful and it's hilarious. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as Ashley and I did. Back on Honorado and Company right after this. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of NYSCOBA are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members, the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. Get a head start on summer fun with Elfenhouse RV. It's our preseason sales event going on now. Come in today to shop America's top brands like Forest River, Coachman, Keystone, and Grand Design. Right now, get this Coachman Catalina for only $3.06 a month or this Primetime Tracer for only $2.52 a month. Our knowledgeable outfitters are here to help you find the perfect RV for your family. Shop online anytime at alpenhouserv.com. Buy with confidence at Alpenhouse RV, your total camping outfitter. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Honorado and Company. It's Chris and Ashley with you. Um, Ash, there are so many great duos in the history of sports center and i know you know people watch espn they watch sports center because they have the highlights and all that. i get it but yeah it has evolved way beyond that and it, it happened a long time ago with dan patrick and keith olbermann for me uh rich eisen and Stuart scott 
and it has become more of an experience than just a highlight show. And our two guests this week, you know how fired up I am for this. We watched yes. them early on the weekends on Sports Center. But before we do that, um, I feel like I need to repent a little bit to try to be in the immediate good graces of at least one of our guests. And so let me take you back to before football season, where one of my predictions went horribly wrong with a Raiders fan who's been good to us on the show, Jason Fitz. The last time I made something of a bold prediction in terms of a team winning the division when nobody else really thought oh, they God. would, Sam Darnold got it mono. So I don't want to really put that on you and Derek. Thank you so Carr. much for picking the Chargers to win the uh, AFC West. That's so nice of you. So, yes, that was me predicting the Raiders to win the AFC West this year. And we year. know how that went. And that didn't go well. And, yes, I had picked the Jets years ago to win the division after they signed Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosley. Let's bring our guests in here, Ash. It is Randy Scott, Raiders fan, and Gary Streisky as well. Hey, guys. How are you? Randy's all mad now. He's sweating, so you, clamming up. <laughs> so you did this? It's his fault. So you, uh, you brought this evil? I know. You know what? And what? it wasn't even – the fact that I'm a Packers fan and I was just angry about Devonte Adams, I really thought you guys had a chance to win that division. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't. Uh, <laughs> and it's only it's it's only through being conditioned, you know, years of disappointment. But I just I don't believe in Josh McDaniels as a head mm. NFL football coach, and uh, I hated being right. But listen, you go in with low expectations and you can't be disappointed. So I can't blame you. Guys, thanks for doing the show. Um, as I said, we we love watching you guys do Sports Center. Uh, I think what I enjoy most is something that a woman tweeted at Gary angrily about oh. recently oh. was the fact that you guys just look to make each other laugh at times. Now, I think that's funny. Like when I watch I SNL and and I'm watching Weekend Update and Che and 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 uh colin joe's can't keep it together like that makes me laugh when jerry seinfeld's in the middle of a scene with kramer and michael richards and he can't keep it together that makes me laugh yeah yeah the funniest reply was uh somebody who came to our defenses and was like oh sorry i didn't know it was called serious center <laughs> <laughs> that made me yeah that that made yeah. me chuckle but thank you so much first and foremost for you know having us on mm -hmm. and uh you know, saying that because I feel like I don't want to speak for Randy, but I come in and I know we're we're writing to a show that has a national audience. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I am writing to an audience of one, <laughs> yeah. and that one is the guy sitting to my left. I'm like, will this make Randy laugh? <laughs> there, are, there are times. There are times. So we kind of have a I don't know about a system or just like a set of rules where if we have a two shot yes. and it goes into a highlight or a piece of video. Um, whoever has that highlight or piece of video, they do the second part of the two shot. Yes. Okay. So, so the voice just carries into it. That way the director doesn't have to be absolutely mm -hmm. surgical with their precision, his or her precision. It's just like, okay, we can just kind of roll the video and the same voice goes from one thing to the other. And so whoever writes the first part of that two shot, um, <laughs> like <laughs> you're stuck with it a lot of, yeah, you're stuck. You have to react to it yeah. and I'll wait for him or he'll wait for me and there are i cannot tell you at least once or twice a week where he's like hey 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 he goes don't don't <laughs> be like 
don't just don't read just uh, ad lib it just ad lib it yes. don't read what i wrote in the in the tee up yes. and then you do kind of have to react and it's always a landmine or it's always a joke or it's always a tee up or a it's almost sometimes like a live no net you know uh type of test to see if you get a reference or not it's a, it's a yeah landmine yeah, yeah. i was going to say take it, take it. I was, what's that Take it. Grant, you just want reference here. Yeah, I, I was going to say, so listen, I, I know there's a little bit of an age difference between you guys, and Chris and I have a similar age difference mm -hmm. between us, but is there ever a time when you really swing and miss hard because, so Randy, <laughs> you're not on TikTok and you don't get something. I'm literally looking back through Gary's stuff and I see the name Alex Earl and I'm like, I don't know who that is. I'm not on TikTok. Oh. Like, do you just swing and miss? Alex Earl is the it girl right now. She, so I know. I've you learned. You should definitely be knowing, you know, yeah. the Alex Earl content is just at a premium right now. <laughs> and, and tell her uh, she. Oh, and, she, and yeah. yeah. And, and when you talk about age difference, uh, she said in that video that it was her dad's friend who said, hey, Alex, they just talked about you on sports. <laughs> because of course she was yeah. probably still at the club. Had right. no idea that right. we were on talking about her Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. West Coast. Time. west coast yeah so, even though she's in miami she's so, in miami yeah. west but that but the west side of miami so you don't know what the time it's on the, it's on the gulf it's on the gulf side right right yeah. that's the, the that's the everglades reception sucks out there so to your point to your point it is like uh like it's it's so man people ask me uh when we first started up they're like what's he like like is he actually like the tiktok guy the snapchat guy on in in person and i was like yes and no like what you see is what you get energetic creative um deferential like sh the 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 word that you hear a lot of times uh, i've been here 10 years he's been here going on five going on five yeah and from day one they're like share the ball mm. don't yeah. hog the ball and if you are an anchor that if you get a 25 second two shot and you write 20 seconds like you're not a lot of fun to work with because you're not leaving the person that you're working right. with any any real estate and so we do we share the ball like there's no fence around highlights there's no fence around VOs. Like we can kind of dip in, dip out, reference one liner. We'll, you know, we're under video. We'll do like a hand signal, be like, I got something for this, or he's got yeah. something for that. And we'll throw it out there and then react to it. And there's so much trust involved with that because he, he's never going to put me in a bad spot. I'm not going to put him in a bad spot. I'm not going to ask him for a reference that he won't get. So, sorry, very long winded way to come back to your, your question. Like, I think we compliment each other well. Like, I'm not fluent on TikTok the way he is. I think I have like 2,000 followers. He's like oh, a quarter million. Nice brag. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> how's bragging camp going? It's strong but um, mighty. Small and mighty. <laughs> um, but also like, yeah, I mean, I'm what, five, five, what, would you turn 35? 36. 36. Yeah, so we're only a couple years. Some four years, years older. Yeah. yeah, some four years older. But like, we get the same movies. You know, yeah. he's he's better on music, on current music than I am. Mm. Um, and it's I just think it complements each other well. Because we are not going to like, put each other in a position where we look, where one of us looks stupid, yeah. even, so, even with the differences. But fair to say, like you both have a self-deprecating oh. mentality that even if you didn't get it, whatever, you can, you can laugh your way through it. And the reason I put this up here, guys, is because I have a weird memory. Ashley, who's my wife, can tell you that. Um, is I that right here? Yeah. Yes, me. Oh, okay. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, we're married. <laughs> um, don't congratulate her. I believe me. She did not I choose well. well. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, I threw the topic bar up here, guys, because I remember Gary dropping a, just in the middle of a highlight, like, hey, do you remember the time that I, I just 
didn't know the make me a bicycle clown reference. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And so I just thought there probably are a bunch of those where like you randomly drop a catchphrase or a line from a movie or like you said, Randy, a lyric. And the other guy's like, ah, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm going to flip you. Flip you real good. <laughs> okay. Flip you. Just now. He didn't even get it right. He, okay. It's uh, I'm going to flip you, flip you for real. And that's from <laughs> that's from the usual suspects. Yes. It's Benicio del Toro. Correct. And he, and on yes. it, he goes, yep, never seen that movie. Yes. And I was awesome. Like, but here's the thing. I took that as what? a challenge and I queued it up because one of our directors, Ronnie, and one of our producers, Jesus, were like, "You, yeah. how have you not seen this movie? I was like, all right. I'm gonna classic. go watch it. I, I went home, I queued it up, and within 20 minutes, I was asleep. <laughs> so I, <laughs> Which is more offensive. It takes an offensive gap in your pop culture knowledge, and it makes it worse because you were like, I'm so thoroughly bored by this. They, were, they were in a jail cell, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't follow the flow. So to say that now I know where the reference comes from would be accurate. To say that I've seen the reference actually <laughs> on display in the movie, TBD. <laughs> I might get, I might get around to it. I might uh, not. Gary, I've never seen it. Thank you, Ash. You and I, Unity. Okay. Unity. <laughs> Unity. Okay. All right. So the one that he'll do that it took me forever to get was oh. a song lyric. Which one? Okay. So in the NBA, you know, you can count on if the Warriors have a game, we probably have a highlight the next day. Mm -hmm. And he'll go. Let's go out in the studio. Move. Oh, he'll be like, let's oh, go yeah, out yeah, to the yeah. Bay Area. Ooh. But he'll go Bay Area. Yes. Ooh. And I laugh along, <laughs> like I chuckle, like I don't, I don't laugh. I know it's not a joke, but I'm like, I'll kind of chuckle along, like over, over my head. I'll give this one to the crowd. Anybody? No. Area. Ooh. Okay. And that's E E forty. E forty. Okay. Ghost ride the whip. So it took. Ghost a, ride the whip, which is not even a new song. It's like not. E forty is like mid mid late nineties West not. Coast. So it just I missed it. Like my I guess my geographic boundaries of nineties West Coast rap yeah. is just L A South. Yeah, I guess. disrespect to the Bay Area, I suppose. But it took a couple tweets where people were like, "Oh, I get that reference. I get that reference." So I knew I was like, "All right, I got to know what this is." And so it is kind of like rising tide. Like you kind of yeah. like have to get on this moving treadmill and keep up. So now I don't know what laugh is genuine. What laugh is just a normal <laughs> laugh because he doesn't you, get. You do the same. I you, do the same and I do the same thing. Yes. And we are so good at it. <laughs> I was going to say, there has to be a difference between that. I get it laughing and I don't get it laughing. At yeah. least there would be for me. I'd kind of be like, <laughs> but I guess you get good at that too. Like laughing yeah. at something you don't understand and playing it off. <laughs> so Randy, you did a brilliant intro to a Marty Smith conversation where you, I don't know how many Snoop Dogg references you dropped. Um, but it was, it was good. It, what singer are you most likely to dip into for some lyrics during a highlight? Let me, let me answer this. Am I? Let me answer. Okay. okay. Both of you, all of you. Yeah, I, both of you. It is. Oh, Taylor Swift. Probably. For him? It. Probably is Taylor crushed Swift it. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you can go nightmare dressed like a daydream. Uh, there it is. You can go, um, uh, uh, Bad, bad blood. I mean, they're, yeah. they're like things that are kind of tangential to, to sports. And anybody with last name Taylor, you can be, you could just kind of reference it. Like we had one in not top, or we had one in top place today, where it was the woman's last name was Taylor, and Taylor That's Swift right. had That's her right. Lavender Haze video yeah. drop at midnight last night, and I was like, it's been a good twenty four hours for Taylors. Mm. And so even though that's not a lyric, it kind of goes that way. For you, for you, do I have one that I go to the well on? For you, I mean, the Bay Area one's up there, yeah. but you'll do a. Um, 
man, future. I, you ever do future? I'm not, I'm not as I'm not as Jumpman, I'm not Jumpman, as Jumpman. I'm not as well versed, you know, in the in the top forty pop hits. That's not true. In the top forty pop hits, although we were we were we had a heavy playlist of Nickelback today. <laughs> it was. Yeah, saw- they don't get enough credit. They have absolute bangerangs. Well, we were talking about like we're talking about bands. This was all in the studio, not on the air, which could have gone on the air. It should have. We have to be careful. <laughs> we can't sing. We are not allowed to sing on the air yeah. because that costs money for them. And also in the literal application of we can't sing. And we can't. Right. Yeah. Yes. And we can't sing. So uh, we had to, uh, we were talking about bands that were like, you're supposed to be embarrassed about. Correct. But mm-hmm. you probably have a couple on your iTelephone. And it was like Creed, Nickelback. Yeah. Three doors down. Three doors down. There's a real genre. There's a real theme there. Yeah, yeah, there is like the three chord rock. Yeah, yep. take me back to my buckle jeans days. Right, yeah. right. And I was like, maybe a chain wallet. You don't know. <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys may not be able to sing, but it turns out you can dance. Oh, like, look, the boys are back in town. I mean, this, this you know, thanks to to be for helping us out here with with the TikTok videos, man. Uh, Randy, you like getting involved with these? Now, now to me, this is not like, this is fun. The the strange ones I find on TikTok are still effective, Gary, but when you're at the Louvre and you're eyeing the Mona Lisa, do you never feel weird about taking those videos and pictures in public? Let me clear the air on that one. Hmm. Mona Lisa was eyeing me. Okay. Oh, okay. I she get you. Was, she was giving me the eye. She's an older woman. Um, and of course, uh, 400 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like 200 something years old. I had just turned 36. So she was like, Hey, look at this fine glass of, of water, uh-huh. mineral water. Uh-huh. Um, no so I just wanted to set the record straight on that one. But, uh, you know, I, I, we've kind of blown caution to the wind because now everybody is uh, doing content at any given place, any given time. Yep. And quite honestly, like on a serious note, it is where we have to meet a, a, a bulk of some of the audience, right? Like the Gen Z's, the younger millennials, yeah. it's not that they're not consuming the content. They might just be consuming the content in other fashions. Right. So, you know, Randy yeah. and I have a great time putting together something, whether it's a 10, 15 second, 20 second TikTok, and then putting it out on those channels where we can meet them. Mm-hmm. And then those viewers can see that and say, oh, cool. Well, let me tune in on the weekends yeah. if these guys are, you know, pumping out this this content and then here's where you can find them on a regular basis. So it's cool. I, I think they serve each other um, pretty effectively, yeah. one, one, one for the other. So I have I have three kids. I have a 10 year old, an eight year old and a five year old. And I read something a couple of years ago as as my oldest was getting older. And, and it, it was like you got to meet them where they are. You yeah. got to. So if they're playing, you know, um, he's not playing Fortnite yet, but. I'm sure that's coming. Like, you know, if he's playing Roblox, if he's playing Minecraft, like, don't be afraid to set up your own account, get there, make it like normalize the fact that like, yeah, dad does this too. And that's something that you could at the very least talk about, but it also like give it, get, have a common interest. And what he's saying about meeting viewers, consu- really as consumers is a better way to put it. Like meeting people where they are, like, yeah, you got to go find them, you know, yeah. like you gotta go find, the eyeballs are out there. It's just, depends on what screen you're talking about if it's on your phone or if it's if it's you know on the kitchen kitchen wall while you're getting ready for school or something yeah we're old school we're, we're on the wall over the fireplace you got a tv in your kitchen I, do i have one in my kitchen can't hide, no you cannot I hide no i don't you I don't. cannot hide money dude 
You gotta we do not have TVs in our kitchen. Where are you getting ready for no. school? It's probably like in the kitchen. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some people just have that little TV, like just yes. old school set in, into like the VCR. Oh, now yeah. who has money? Yeah, yeah. The old school with the VCR <laughs> right in it. The, I have one little TV white in my box. House. Yes. Ashley gets it. Me, Ashley and I. One TV in your house. There's one. Yeah. You've been there. Well, in your house now. Yes. There's no TV upstairs? No. I'm going to investigate. Screen, I'm staying at his house tonight. It's a screen-free zone. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive okay. for a yeah. guy who works in TV. Yep. Um, um, best best gosh. name to say in a highlight. What's your favorite oh, name to say on air? Gosh. Can I answer for you? Best name for me? Yes. Okay. I like when you answer for one another. It's you have such a good nickname for Franz Wagner. <laughs> so I love when he is in She's a highlight. actual name, though. Are you, yeah, are you saying one. nickname or name? Name, but you can go nickname. Only Franz? Yeah. That's first ballot yeah. Hall of Fame. It's not mine though. It, like it's okay. This feels like one I shouldn't take credit for. You to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so so I was forced to say it. Oh, so Franz Wagner has a bunch of bunch of them. Franz Solo, uh, yes. uh, finish Franz, Franz the finisher, whatever it was. But one of them is only Franz. And if you say <laughs> it like that, it gets like a smirk, uh, and and then you and then you move on. And I think we did that once on the air, and. I don't know if I don't know if that's gonna be like part of the part of the regular rotation, but um, you have one for let's see, hockey is so fun. Like yeah. we both have fun with Brad Marchand. Like we both oh, yeah. worked in Boston. We worked for the uh, before we came here. We worked for the broadcast rights holder of the Bruins. So the fact that some of those guys are still around yeah. is amazing. We but... never overlap though. You can yeah. say Nesson. That's not against our yeah. rules here. Oh, okay. Okay. The New England Sports Network. The New England Sports Network. Yeah. That's um, right. So you have stuff for Marchand. The Big Blue Ticket. Yeah. Yeah, no, nose goes, man. Yep, nose goes, nose face killer. Like, yeah, yeah. Which he doesn't. I don't think he minds. I don't think so. No, he can't. No, listen. <laughs> does he email you to say that he minds? Yeah, what's he gonna do? <laughs> Refute it? <laughs> I was going more like Arike Agumbawale. Oh, that's a good one. You know, Aloguebanam, like something like that. You just enjoy, you know, rolling off the tongue. Oh, or that's okay. those are good if you can nail the pronunciation. But sometimes, you know, even me They're being Kreisky, listen, I've been on the receiving end of butchered pronunciation. Some bad ones, so, yeah. I mean, there is there is nothing wrong with a good Clay Thompson every now. Yeah. <laughs> that one's not going to stumble. That one's not going to trip yeah. you up. Well, like Bruno Bruno Caboclo. Gosh, like that's. Because he's he played at Maryland, uh -huh. and I grew up in the D.C. area, so I know. But that's SVP's block, like the yeah. whole you know Maryland Maryland accent thing. But that's a fun name to say. So is um, God, he plays for um, Pokashevsky, uh, Alexei Pokashevsky. Mm. Like like some of these, like he plays for yeah. the Thunder. Like yeah, some of these are 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 pretty fun. But you're right, there is nothing wrong with like we got uh, Mike Davis. We are good <laughs> to go. Listen, my name is Ashley Miller. Tough yeah. name. Oh, God bless you. That's I'm gonna insane. I'm gonna pr pronounce that one ten out of ten times correctly. <laughs> All right, we are getting no emails from the bosses on that. No. no. All, right. All right, I kind of referenced at the beginning of this segment uh, the great duos through history, and I remember vividly watching Sports Center before going to school, and even back to like mm -hmm. elementary school. I would Me watch too. Sports Center before that, yep. and it would be Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann, and then Eisen and Stuart Scott. Uh, how do you guys remember getting hooked on Sports Center and how it happened? Yeah, yeah. Let me paint the picture for you. I wasn't sitting in my kitchen watching a TV. I was in the living room <laughs> watching the, the lone TV in the Streisky household. 
<laughs> middle class. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, but no, th th those names that you mentioned, like the old Sports Center set where it was the brown copper background, yeah. and Sports Center, Sports Center, Sports Center, Sports Center, Sports Center, Sports Center, and you know they can do three minutes on a Cincinnati Reds Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> highlight in the middle of June. Yeah. Yeah. Man, those were the days, right? Like I was just, just too young to catch like the the heyday of uh, Dan Patrick and and Ko, but. It's the Stuart Scotts, it's the it's the SVPs, um, the Kenny Mains, all of those guys who I ended up watching. I, when I first started, I met Linda Cohn, and then she moved out to LA. So I was actually, and I still kind of am in a way, like, holy smokes, those are those are the idols growing up. Like those are the people I watched every single morning as a sixth grade kid, knowing one day I wanted to host Sports Center. So to be here and to be able to do it um, is just yeah, is a dream yeah. come true. So. I got you beat. I got you beat on the on the one TV thing. So we didn't have we didn't have cable growing up. Ooh. My dad wouldn't pay for it. They got cable as soon as I went to college. So I was a kid going to my friends' houses for like sleepovers or whatever it was. Like you know, I had a bunch of friends, super popular. Uh, but no, but you go to a friend's house, and they were like, "Don't let." It got to a point where it's like, "Don't let Randy have the remote because I was going to go to channel eighty five or eighty four. Whatever it was, eighty five in DC. It was, I think it was eighty four, eighty five on, on the cable system. We were thirty four in Colorado. We were twenty four. Okay, twenty four. That's good. It's um, a good number. Uh, There's eighty four more channels. I want to say it was. Yeah, like there were. Your friends had the extended cable. <laughs> yeah, right. it's real cable. Listen, Costa bots. This is family owned a, 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 tail, <laughs> a tailor service, a haberdashery. Golly. Some might call it. So. I was one who was, who was going there and I would watch the same episode of Sports Center over and over and over. Like I would watch, I would watch DP and KO into uh, Kilborn and Brett Haber. Like I'd watch that crew into each other. And just in coming up, like I remember crossing paths with Haber at a tennis tournament in, in Southwest Florida when I was working for, in Fort Myers. And then I remember um, having some crossing paths with Dan Patrick early on here so he was gone oh, that's cool. i got here mm. and he mentioned me on his radio show and people in my life freaked mm. out. that's cool and and because they they'll sometimes talk about like you know who who could have hung with the guys and gals you know the robin roberts is the linda cones of that era and dp was like you know there's some creative writing out there and that, like he was very ma magnanimous with it and this was like 20 2013 2014 and I've been down to speak at his school at, in in Florida at his, at his um, sports broadcasting school, and I have no business. But there, there, we talk about this the, the imposter syndrome sometimes between us, like where we are like, "Hey, badge worked at the gate today," you know, like we'll we'll like joke around, like they, they we're fooling them again, yeah. you know, yeah. they're still letting us get out there. So it just has never felt like work. It's just never felt like yeah. work, and to be able to. And he deserves a lot of credit for that from my side of the desk because of sharing the football all that like it's there's just no ego. There's no like, hey, this is mine, get out of here. This is mine, get out of here. Like we had something switch on the show today and it never even materialized. We did. Okay. So we had <laughs> I had Rob Ninkovich, we had the Rob Ninkovich segment. Yeah. And he was going to talk about how Philly could neutralize the weapons of San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he wanted to make it like a top gun themed, uh, like put the scope. You know, mm -hmm. on, on Christian McCaffrey and on George Kittle, and say this is where they have to target in and lock in and refer to Purdy as a pilot and refer to Jalen Hurst as a pilot and this, this, and this. And we both have military backgrounds. Like yeah. his dad was Army, my dad was Navy. My dad was actually a, a, a Navy pilot. So like, all right, we're going to give it to Randy. And there was no 
second thought on his side. He wasn't like, oh, I already wrote questions or oh, I already did this or whatever. He was just like, cool, great. They took the one that I was doing, gave it to Gary. And there are people who don't work here anymore that would have had a real problem with that and would have would have been like territorial is the word mm -hmm. I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. it never, it's never been that way with it with with this one right here with gary right here i would like my box score to read after every show <clears throat> 18 assists zero <laughs> points six fouls <laughs> and that's fouls. and that's generally how it is all right yeah i'm just feed the monster no, all right no. yo feed the vet yo feed the not season the monster. i'm rui hachimura this is lebron Ooh, not true. all right this is lebron no i just don't want to see him you know sulking in the seat like who's this? the lebron here Le Who's LeBron at this at this company? I'm sitting. I think I'm sitting right I next think, to him. Is it Van? Is it Van Pelt? Gotta be Van Pelt. Mm -hmm. Threat, just like yeah, getting better with time. The old head, yeah. I mean, headband it, it, enthusiast. Are we talking Sports Center specifically? Yeah, yeah. Sports Center. Okay, well, because yeah. yeah, I think it's got to be SVP. Because yeah. yeah, he's not good. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I think it's SVP. Okay. And I, I'm still trying to make friends here, so I'm gonna stop answering that list of I people. Just, where it's all, it's all complimentary. <laughs> yeah. You guys already dipped into this here. Uh, does it get weird when Army plays Navy? No, not really. I mean, because we, we – <laughs> um, you know, as an Army uh, veteran's son, you know, we just kind of – we just know. We just kind of have expectations that Army is a football school, as proved evident um, this past iteration. <laughs> Navy got us in basketball, but um, that's uh -huh. fine. That, uh -huh. That's fine. Uh, Army is a football school, uh, and there's really no, no – really no debate. No. We'll be at Foxborough next year, though. Yeah, we, we're going to go to that game. I'll bring Sergeant Spryski. You bring – Oh, I bring the Admiral? You bring Admiral We'll, we'll bring him out. We'll bring him out. Um, we'll see what's up. My dad will be outranked, but uh, we won't be outfought. No, no. it's apple, <laughs> apples and oranges. No, it's – I don't know. Maybe that is uh, – it It doesn't get weird. There will be some chirping and some chirping on the air. We'll get a tweet or, or two in support. But yeah, I think because that rivalry isn't, you know, Bama and Auburn, yeah. it, it, it's pretty respectful, I think. Ours is definitely ours Dude, is. Well. Tell them who your dad's roommate was. Oh, so Plebe Summer was Roger Staubach at the at the Naval Academy, and I'll sprinkle that in. But it just shows yeah. how old my dad is too. You know, he's yeah. pushing eighty, turns eighty this year. Hell yeah, hell yeah, bro. And he was like, he's like Rand Man. He's like, uh, I was seventeen. He's like, I, th I think uh, I'm gonna get you an appointment with a congressman. You know, maybe Chuck Robb in Virginia, and he'll get you a letter of recommendation. We'll get you the academy. And I was like. No, sir. He I, went. He went. He went full moss. I was like, I don't want your life. <laughs> I was like, bruised like a peach, sir. I don't know if that's the best idea for anybody. So uh, I don't know funny. if you ever. I don't know if you ever had that conversation with my mom. Established with your, with your it dad. early that I would not be the second Gary Streisky to be in the army. So she kind of already okay squashed that conversation mm -hmm. before it even got a chance right uh, to happen. And I, actually, I don't think my dad would have. You know, my dad was 20 year army and then he retired and then he was 20 years in the state patrol. So if 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 my plan A, which was this, didn't work, my plan B would have been like law enforcement, state trooper. I applied for the FBI right out of college. What? Yeah. Uh, they oh. didn't accept me. They didn't accept something. You? Something didn't pass in the background. Bull. <laughs> they like, have any. You just didn't have any experience. They're like, this guy's name is Gary Streisky. Yes. That's his picture. Something ain't right. <laughs> Something ain't right. Something ain't enough. He's already lying. He's not gonna. He's not gonna pass the background check. In Texas, you're like. You make <laughs> Something ain't right. I don't know. I reckon this kid's lying to me. Yeah. I can't. I could picture though as like a cop, like tip, like a TikTok guy. 
like like law enforcement TikTok's a thing. It is. Yeah. yeah this, was, have had this was so in, many followers. This was in the summer of 2010. Twitter like, was barely around. You're like, mm. what do you arrest me with? And you're like, my personality. <laughs> lean in and do it. That would have been great. Ash, yeah. what do you got? One more for them? No, no, I'm good. I, listen, okay. I've just been along for the ride here. I've enjoyed every second. Well, this is now two in the last three weeks where we've had a guest on and we said, well, it'll be like 12 minutes. And then it's gone upwards of a half hour. It was Mandy Patinkin before you guys. And we, we really could have just handed the thing off to you guys and, and let it go. But that's pretty good. Mandy's awesome. Because we are in Albany, New York, which is yep. a political capital. I have to ask you something political. Ashley and I love to really just kind of debate things like, you know, debt ceilings and yeah. the Electoral College. He's got it just in her free time. And, so listen, I'm know, and I've been to college, so I, I'm I'm versed enough. <laughs> and I'm in debt. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's figure this out. <laughs> so I will ask you. Who is the greatest American president ever in Hollywood? Oh my God, Harrison Ford. Mm. He lost Air control Force of that one plane pretty quickly. <laughs> he got it back, but he lost control of that plane. You know who, who went down with the plane? The threat to America. The soil. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a fair point. I don't know. Uh, that was that was neat. That was neat here. Morgan Freeman. Older? Morgan Freeman. He didn't stop the asteroid though, right? The asteroid still hit. Yeah, but then and that was the Hydrox to Independence Day's Oreo. But then right? he like, came. Yeah. Or then Armageddon's he, Oreos. Then he became Jesus, though, after the presidency. I mean, how do you one up the presidency? You become Jesus. Bruce, Bruce Almighty, which I believe was shot in Albany, if I'm not mistaken, or was that, or was it Buffalo? I know, I know the they're Buffalo. Very yep, Buffalo. Okay. okay, we can we can cut that, right? We're not. Yeah, we're yeah. Not well, we're hold on, sorry. Before yeah. Ashley, American, give us, give us your what's your answer in Hollywood? Michael Douglas. American president. Where was he president? Is that uh, the American president? But but in what movie did he play the 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 Brandy the the American president? I'm just being a silly goose. Okay, okay. Uh, Was Ally McBeal in that? Who was the female? There was a there was a a female lead. I I don't know that she was really anyone. Was she? No, it is, and I can't come up with it now. This is bad on us. But Richard Dreyfus is is the Republican running against him. Uh, and Michael right. Douglas has to has to defend this woman who he's dating, and it's a great speech and scene. I'm okay, gonna, I'm going to put that one on the two. Watch oh, it's a good one. Right behind Usual Suspects. Usual yeah, suspects. yeah, for sure. Now, my answer to this, I I like Bill Pullman Ooh. in Independence Day. Pullman's good. good. Yeah, that's really Pullman. Good. We will not go down. The speech he gave at the airplane hangar. We will not go quietly. Admiral Scott probably was there in person listening to the speech. (laughs) We're going to live on. Yes, we are. We will survive. Yes, that's a good one. Okay. I'm back. (laughs) That's classic. Classic. Uh, All right. Does uh, Martin Sheen count? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do Martin Sheen. Heck yeah. West Wing. Yep. I think I'm still going with Harrison Ford. That's fine. Because uh, Was it Annette Bening? It was Annette Benning. Yeah, there you Annette go. Benning. I lied. Well, she not that she was important because you can't have correct answers without an incorrect answer. Well, so if you go, Harrison. <laughs> Dude, Harrison Ford went down with Air Force One as yeah. any captain or commander in chief would, and also made sure the threat didn't leave the international waters. He kept our shore safe. I don't remember the international waters part. They were they literally were flying into the water. Okay. You remember that part, right? I yes. It was a sad ending because the animation was so killer for the time. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was like. What do you mean animation? <laughs> <laughs> I 
remember that. Yeah, the graphics were like cutting edge for 1999. Uh, now he's okay. he's a Michigan grad in that movie. Is that right? Isn't he watching a Michigan game on Air Force One? Well, that's probably why the plane crashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, we got B, a uh, Michigan State yep, alumni that was for right B. there. So that that's just a B. shout out to B. Go shout green. out to Michigan State swimming. Go Sparty. Well, B, we told you it would be, I think, 12 minutes, I think is what I said on my email. Oh, we'll just keep them 12 minutes. You guys have been up since some ungodly hour. I know that. Um, we, we so appreciate the time, guys. We love watching you, as we said. Uh, keep killing it. The Albany Firewolves professional indoor lacrosse team invites you to join us on Saturday, February 18th for our Box Out Cancer Night, presented by the American Cancer Society. Come witness our epic showdown with the Las Vegas Desert Dogs at 7 p.m. at the MVP Arena in Albany. Get your tickets now at albanyfirewolves.com. Join the pack. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. Man, those guys are funny, funny, funny couple of guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that as as much as as we did. Uh, good guys. Yeah, unmute myself. That was cool. Well, that was cool. Just watched oh, the yeah. whole thing back, and it was as funny as it was the first time. I know. I know. Let's keep things rolling here because we don't want to keep our next guest waiting. We do this each and every week on the show. Follow the pack with the Albany Firewolves, and they're back in action this weekend. You can always catch their games home or away on our sister station, My Four. Colton Watkinson's already been on the show with us once. We're bringing him back. Uh, popular guy here. Colton, it's Chris and Ashley. Thanks for doing the show, man. How are you? No problem. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back on, Chris and Ashley. So you've already had two buys in like six <laughs> weeks. Uh, it's it's yeah. a little bizarre, but now you're going to go back to back on the road here. Um, does that matter at all? Not the buy thing. I'm making a joke there. But, but the fact that you're going to play back-to-back road games when a team isn't completely rooted in one area, does it matter that you play back-to-back on the road? Uh, no, I mean, uh, the, the travel is pretty similar for, for a lot of us. Not many of the guys live in markets. So um, whether it's a home or an away game, we're going to be traveling uh, regardless. So um, you really don't think too much about that. It's just kind of uh, next one's up. And uh, when are we leaving? Friday uh, afternoon or Friday evening? <laughs> Colton, coming off one uh, and coach called it, I think the word he used was a, a stinker um, because he, you know, he's very, he wanted to keep it TV friendly uh, when we were yeah. interviewing him, but coming off that game against the Riptide, do you want to play? You know, is that a bad time to have a buy when you just kind of want to get back out there and like make things right, or do you enjoy the week off and think maybe it helps you get right? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit twofold. I think it can go either way. Um, sometimes it's nice, like you said, getting back out there, um, getting back on the horse after it kicked you off, and um, coming to work the next weekend, but. In the same sense, um, it is nice to have that, uh, that little bit of a break, uh, time off, kind of reflect on, I guess, the first part of the season, even though um, our buys were stacked up. Uh, we're going to be going, I think, 13 weeks after this yeah. straight. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it's nice just to clear the head and uh, kind of forget about that one. It, uh, like Coach said, it was, uh, it was a stinker for sure. Um, wasn't a lot of heart in that game, it didn't seem like. So uh, it's good to forget about those ones and uh, be ready for Philly this week. All right, so two and three at two and four, Philadelphia. Um this is going to be a, a game that uh, both teams in the East probably feel like they need or at least very much want. 
Um, what does the matchup with Philadelphia look like for you guys? I mean, Philly's a good team. Uh, I don't think at this point in the season records really do uh, either one of us justice. Um, so, I mean, they have, a, they have a really dynamic offense. Um, we're going to have to keep them uh, on their toes and really push them around the floor and then kind of be our athletic selves and uh, make them run away from us. Um, and then in terms of, uh, I mean, goaltending, Dougie's always going to be there. And then our offense just needs to do what they've been doing all year and uh, work the ball around quickly and uh, make some plays. So, uh, we're definitely not overlooking Philadelphia. They're going to put up a big challenge, just like every team in this league. Uh, it's one of those kind of any, any given Sunday leagues where um, there's so much talent league-wide that, uh, like you saw a couple weeks ago, if you don't come to correct a play, uh, it's going to it's going to it's going to bite you. So <laughs> um, we're definitely not overlooking them, and excited to get back out there and excited for the challenge. Colton, an assist in, in five games along with five goals. And we always see you oftentimes coming out of the gate, like coming out of the door there and, and getting out in transition. That's where we see a lot of your goals. Um, mm-hmm. Against a goalie like Blaze Reardon, who our viewers will know from you, Albany, sure. who is also a dynamic goalie. He's an athletic guy. How much do you try to exploit that and maybe get the two-on-ones or the one-on-ones in terms of you against the goalie, because obviously it's easier to, easier to score that way against a good goalie than it would be five-on-five. Five. So Blaze actually plays offense in box, um, which is which is oh. crazy to me that he does both. Um, so he's actually one of their goal scorers. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't know zone. that. I yeah, so that. but uh, but Zach Higgins, um, I mean, he's a he's a really good goalie. I've played with him uh, and against him obviously throughout the years, um, and I mean, he's a tough goalie to beat. He's uh, he's playing on his game and the defense is keeping shots where he wants them. Um, he's a really good, he's a really hard guy to uh, get the ball past. So any chance that I can get out in transition or uh, Jackson Dish Moore or any one of our guys, um, it's just the one-on-one with the goalie is a little bit easier to score. So we definitely uh, love to see transition goals. And um, it's kind of one of their things that our team's built around. So we're looking to do that uh, again on Saturday. And I get Blaze teamed up with Joe Rez. Is there any added anything in some, in something like that where you get to go against Joe? <laughs> you know, I know a few of us, I think have been texting Joe uh, throughout the <laughs> week, just kind of trying to razz him a little bit, trying to get him off his game. So, um, I mean, it's going to be fun. Joe is a great guy, a uh, great teammate with it's uh, tough losing him, but you know, he's on the other side of the floor now. So um, I don't think there's going to be anything <laughs> held back. I think he wants to win. We want to win. So, uh, again, I think I'm going to be chasing around the field as much as I can. <laughs> I don't know if there's time for cheesesteaks, um, but but maybe that's something sure. you guys would be interested in as a team if you get to Philly early enough. Uh, you can't eat one of those before a game, though, Ash. Could you imagine? No. No. Maybe I don't know Friday if I could night. do one of those. I don't know if I could do one of those Friday night. I think I got to put something yeah. something better in my body. Coach Clark might have something to say. So <laughs> I know uh, I know Brett Manny. He lives in Philadelphia. He's trying to arrange uh, a spot for the guys to go and get some uh, some nice Italian food, a lot of carbs, uh, and some protein for uh, the night before the game. So we'll see what uh, what B has in store for uh, for the guys. Maybe <laughs> maybe after, after the game. After, after the game, that could be a exactly. good idea. Yeah. You know, when you do a show at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, uh, we inconvenience you guys a little bit. So we appreciate the time, Colton. We'll let you run, man. Thanks for hanging out with us again and uh, go get them in Philly. Yeah, good luck. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate you guys having me on again. Have a great day. You too. Colton Watkinson from the uh, Albany Firewolves here on Honorado and Company. All right, Ash, some hoops before we say goodbye for this week. And now, dirty, difficult, and done. Presented by Performance Industrial.
Bill Miller and his great team at Performance Industrial, where there's no job too dirty, too difficult for him to get it done. And they do so much in the community that you don't even understand. It's a a, a family-run business, a woman-owned business. Bill is near the top of it all, and we appreciate his support here with his wife, Karen, on the show. Okay, you're up, Ash. Yeah, listen, I I love this story, and I think it it says a lot that this was one of the top stories going yesterday. Obviously, Tom Brady trumped things for Brianna Stewart, but Brianna Stewart was the biggest free agent on the market Mm -hmm. in the WNBA. It's maybe the biggest free agent signing or free agent move in the history of the WNBA. You get a former MVP leaving Seattle where she won two titles. She won a league MVP and coming home, which is cool in a lot of ways. She's coming back to New York, biggest market in the country, And she's created this big three for the New York Liberty. Um, And that will rival the big three that Las Vegas has created with the Aces. But you join Sabrina Ionescu and John Kel Jones. You add Brianna Stewart to the mix. And I think people are excited about the WNBA in New York. And they should be. She's going to try to go win their first title. And that's what she said. And I I love the video because all of it was like Stu York. So she changed everything to Stu York, which was awesome. That's cool. Um, All right. He says he's all in on it, playing his first WNBA game no. this season. Um, I'm with you. It's great for the sport, and I love that Brianna Stewart was up front about it. Hey, I want to go play in the biggest market. Yep. Great. Yep. Great. Okay. I'm sticking with hoops, and I'm calling it now. So save this, and if they yeah. somehow miss the postseason, bring it back as the it's curse of it all. The Sacramento Kings historic NBA long playoff drought is over 17 years this team has missed the postseason. They are going this year. They're third in the Western Conference. Yeah. They lead their division. They're eight games over 500. They just beat the Spurs. I know the Spurs aren't any good, but I'm, I don't care. I'm, I'm just saying. This is it. The, finally, the playoff drought in Sacramento is over. And in my mind, my tiny little brain, I will remember it as Kevin Herter lifting the curse. Yes, yeah. DeMontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk is playing really well off the bench and Keegan Murray. This is, I, I love this. Um, and I will say it before the All-Star break, the drought is over. They're going to the playoffs. Good. You should text Kev right now and tell him that you've just made this declaration so that he can blame you like Randy did and like Jason Fitz did. He can blame you if it doesn't happen. No, there's no way. Like the bean, baby. You can't, you Light can't it. lose it now. No. You cannot lose it now. Thanks for hanging out, everybody, and watching uh, Honorado and Company. Uh, we dive in both feet to the Super Bowl next week. Yes. Come back and hang out with us for that. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Randy Scott and Gary Streisky. Thank you to those guys for giving us so much time this week on Owen Co.